Welcome to the podcast, God from the Heart. We're going to look into a few passages of scripture and dive into dialogue and conversation about context, hopefully revealing some deeper truths and understanding of God's heart and his intentions. The first passage of scripture we're going to look into is Genesis 2.15, King James Version. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat it, for the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helpmeet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. So let's talk about Adam and Eve, man and woman. To understand what just happened and the deeper meaning of what what this picture was being painted, we got to understand who we are, right? Adam is a spirit. And by the way, he's first Adam, the first Adam. But Adam is a spirit first, then the body, then the mind and the soul. And so God took a part of Adam and created his helpmate in the garden. And his helpmate was still man, but man with a womb. So you have to understand or think from a perspective that man and woman are the same. They are both spirit beings. They're both man. And man is the name of the spirit. The spirit is a man. Man equals spirit. The body brings into the gender, right? You have a woman and a man living in a female and male body. So now that we understand that the spirit in the woman and the spirit in the man are the same. 
but both spirits reside in a fleshly body, one with a womb and one without a womb. And this is important to keep in your memory, in your mind, because we're going to expound a little bit more on this, right? First, Eve is a helpmate to Adam, but in so many different ways, not just in the context of a woman helping a man. The man is designed to give. The woman is designed to receive. And when she receives from the man, she takes it, she incubates it, and she multiplies it. By her nature in having a womb, she takes what the man gives, incubates it, and multiplies it. Now, we're thinking the man his seed, he gives the seed to his woman, she gives birth to children. And that cycle continues and, and continues. But it's deeper. The man is the giver in the relationship. And so as long as the man is operating in his God-given purpose, God gives to man. And then man gives to woman. And whatever the responsibility is for that man, he shares that vision, that purpose, and that plan with the woman, and she incubates it and multiplies it. It grows. Your purpose will bring about the resources that you need, because if God has given you the purpose, he's going to supply you with all of the resources you need to accomplish your task, your purpose, and your helpmate that comes along is going to be equipped with additional tools to support your purpose so that it will prosper. This, ladies and gentlemen, is God's divine purpose for a relationship between male and female. Think about it. Adam was in the garden and he had already gotten instruction from God on what he wanted him to do. So Adam was functioning in the purpose that God has given him in the garden, in the presence of God. So in order for you to meet the helpmate that's right for you, you first must be seeking God for your purpose, be equipped by God for your purpose within his will, and then be about God's business in your life, in the presence of God. And when she meets you, you need to meet her in the garden. Well, not the literal garden, but in the presence of God is where you will meet your helpmate, right? So now we're rightly aligning the concept of a relationship between a male and a female. It is not just to populate the earth with children, but it is also to come together in God's kingdom purpose. In God's kingdom purpose. Come together in God's kingdom purpose so that God can bestow upon the man his purpose within the will of God for his kingdom. And the male and female operate together, work together to complete the task and purpose that God has given them.
for his kingdom, for the kingdom work. Remember, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The man and the woman are the facilitators of bringing God's kingdom here on earth. And every man and every woman has a different purpose, has a different reason for being here. But all of those different reasons equate to the fulfillment of God's kingdom here on earth. And that is why we need to focus on God first to heal the relationship between man and woman. All right. We'll stop there because that could continue. But um, there's another part of this this podcast where we talk about the heart of God. And now we're starting at Genesis chapter three, verse one for the next passage. Now, the serpent was more subtle than the beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, and neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. And ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig tree leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid. Because I was naked and I hid myself. And the Lord said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, 
It shall bruise thy head and thy shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow, thou shalt bring forth children and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam, he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become one of us, to know good and evil, and know lest he put forth his hand, and take also the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. All right, now. There's a lot going on here. A lot is going on here. The first thing you must focus on in that passage of scripture is that by Adam and Eve being disobedient to God, they caused a separation from God. What was the purpose of God creating Adam? He created Adam because he wanted a relationship. He wanted family. And so the serpent, the enemy, was jealous from the start because God loved Adam. He loved mankind. So in the beginning, the enemy deceived man to create a disconnection from God, from the Father who had loved them. So when this incident happened, you have to know God's heart was broken. His heart was broken because he loved Adam and he didn't want Adam to die. He didn't want mankind to die, but he had already spoken that if you eat of the tree, you will surely die. So, so the enemy used God's word to 
disrupt the relationship between God and man. He knew or what he thought was going to happen. He thought that because they sinned against God, God was going to kill them. Simply just take them out. Ah, but, but God had a plan. You see, what the enemy was trying to do to destroy us, since he had been trying to destroy us since the beginning, God understood that. He knew that Satan was going to try to use God's word against him. This is why, if you look at the passage of scripture, God covered them with animal skin, which means that innocent blood was shed. And later in the Bible, it says there is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. So in the beginning, when God covered Adam and Eve, an innocent animal's blood was slain to appease the sin against God. And that was the first sacrifice because the first Adam had broke God's heart. Now, what else happened in this process? You see, now, if you remember me talking about Adam being a spirit, the man is the spirit. Woman is a spirit and their body is male and female. So when the disconnect, the disconnection happened, they got disconnected from that God consciousness. God consciousness, hearing God's voice, being in God's presence without strife. See, now they have been kicked out of the garden and no longer in the presence of God. So they can't tap into that communication that they once had while in the garden before they sinned against God. They could previously just go walk and talk with God without any issues, receive instructions with God to, with you know from God without any issues in a working relationship freely which God enjoyed because man had free will. But be, even though man had free will, he was still in relationship, walking and talking with God. And we lost that. We lost that birthright connection to God. But there's hope. There's hope. God sent his son to die on the cross, to be that ultimate sacrificial lamb, to permanently cover the mercy seat with his blood. So now that when God looks upon us, he sees his son, who is Jesus Christ. And now we are back into right relationship with God. If we accept God in our lives, if we go through the Roman road of salvation, which is another topic. But we're going to end this podcast with understanding God's heart was broken in the beginning. And that we lost our that intimate connection, that spiritual intimate connection. We divorced the relationship. We closed the relationship. So the relationship with our father and and the relationship between man and woman they're symbiotic. They're symbiotic. 
God had put a plan in place to redeem us, to bring us back into right relationship with him. Therefore, our relationship with between each other, male and female, operates the same way. This is why God doesn't uh, like divorce, because he didn't divorce us. He didn't cancel us. He didn't destroy us. He loved us. Even in our iniquity, he continued to love us. He loved us so much that he saw that the enemy was trying to deceive us. He saw that the enemy set traps for us. He saw that the enemy was trying to disrupt the very thing that he designed us for. And he put in place a plan to redeem us and bring us back into right relationship with him. And he did not divorce us. However, you have to accept God in your life. You have to willfully pick up your cross and follow him in order to get that redemption, in order to bring yourself back into right relationship. And so now, if you get back in right relationship with God, he can bestow upon you your purpose. And then once you get your purpose, you can work as part of the kingdom, as part of the process to bring his kingdom here on earth. As it is in heaven. It's a love story. It was always a love story. And the enemy was jealous of God's love for us and has done everything he can to separate us from the love of God, to separate us from the heart of God. But God has given us a second chance. So he sent the second Adam. And there is hope. All right. I'm going to close out. Um, and I will always close out with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven and give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever until next time be blessed